First of all, I appreciate you being with us. I want to begin. I'm going to let you hear some of what Tim Denson had to say in our conversation of earlier this week. Here is a part of his explanation for what he says he regrets, a text he regrets sending. Let you hear about 60 seconds of Commissioner Tim Denson, then get you to respond. We all kind of agreed basically on seven of the nine appointees that we're going to put there um, after sitting through everything. And, and we kind of saw the same seven that were just fantastic. And to get to the, the last couple of appointees, uh, the mayor asked us to go through and kind of rank our top people, rank who our nine would be, and uh, just like one through nine, and, and then to try to get, you know, see who rises to the top for those last couple of slots. And some commissioners wanted to appoint uh, someone, and there, there were a few to choose from, who was quote-unquote conservative. Um, this was part of our deliberations. They talked about that they thought that if we had somebody who was conservative, and that was their words, and that's why it's in quotes there on that text, that we could have you know, possibly some buy-in from conservative members of the community who up to this point had not been supportive of the board. Um, I, was, I, did not, I disagreed with this. I didn't, I didn't like this approach because some of those people kind of questioned even the scope of the board. All right, Dodd, there's his explanation or a part of it, Commissioner Tim Denson, our conversation from earlier this week. Uh, let's work to keep the conservatives off the board, what he said in his text to Commissioner Mariah Parker. You're calling for a legal investigation into this. What do you think of what you just heard? Tim, I think it's really concerning. I mean, if you think about what was just said, uh, it, it wasn't just conservatives who had a problem with this board. If you go back and look at the survey that the county put out uh, originally uh, several months ago, it was 90% of the uh, respondents, I believe about 400 folks responded to the survey, 90% of people uh, opposed uh, the recommendations of even having this board, and they didn't feel like it would improve uh, relations between the community and, and our law enforcement. And so 90% of people uh, opposed it from the beginning. And, and, and in order to uh, you know, manipulate the numbers, basically what it sounds like uh, the commission did, manipulate the numbers to try to get their preferred picks. Uh, it's very concerning. And what we should do on uh, and a, a board like this that is uh, important, you know, they, the commission has said this is something that's very important to them. You want a diverse board, one that has uh, different opinions. And certainly uh, based on those text messages that were uh, discovered through an open records request, it shows that it wasn't a diverse board, and instead they manipulated the numbers to have their hand-picked choices uh, get on it. And so that's very concerning. It's something uh, that I believe warrants uh, requesting the commission to restart the process. Uh, let's make it a clean process from the beginning and restart it and, and encourage people of different uh, ideologies and backgrounds to apply uh, and then have a, have a clean process. And if the commission chooses not to do that, uh, then I do believe the state should take a strong look at uh, what occurred here, make sure that it can't occur again. If there's any remedy, we need to take a look at that at the state level. Uh, and so I, I think it's really important uh, that we take a strong look at this issue because it is concerning for public safety in our community. Well, I'm concerned or I'm curious about what it is you think the state would do. Uh, these are, and as we pointed out in conversations with Commissioner Denson earlier this week and others, as we have talked about this, some of the conservatives who wanted to be on the board and weren't, uh, these people, Tim Denson, Mariah Parker, these commissioners, they're A, they're entitled to their ideologies. The people who voted for them, uh, they represent those ideologies and they would be represented in 
comprising and putting together this civilian oversight board. Uh, from that perspective, what's the surprise here and what is there to investigate? Well, I, I, you know, as you said, uh, elected officials, it's their choice. You know, it, it, if, if they don't want to have conservatives on the board, you know, those three commissioners, obviously they can rank uh, their, their selections as they so choose. The, the, the issue is where they're manipulating the numbers to get to the choice that they want to. And so I think that that's something we need to take a look at. But in general, uh, certainly I believe the state should take a look at these oversight commissions uh, because we want to do everything we can to support law enforcement. And when you have 90% of a community saying, we don't want this, and then it happens anyway, and then you know you go through the question of uh, what sort of authority it has, and uh, we want to we improve relationships. As, I mean, as, as the commissioner said, he wants to improve relationship between uh, the community and law enforcement. Well, what we need to do is not have elected officials calling for defunding the police, you know, and suggesting that uh, that that you know they're not that the law enforcement's not doing its job. Instead, we should support law enforcement. Uh, and so I think that there's a a variety of issues we can look at at the state level. Uh, whether it directly remedies this or not, I don't know. You know that's something that's why you look at it. Uh, and so we have been in in conversation uh, to see what what can be done. Again, the best solution would be for the commission to restart the process and get a clean process, one that everybody trusts. It's not tainted. Uh, so that we can make sure, you know, without manipulating numbers, if they came to the, come to the same uh, selections, then, then then so be it. I mean, they were the uh, local elected officials who made that choice, uh, but we shouldn't be allowing elected officials to manipulate numbers to get to the choice that uh, they believe, you know, that, that they're trying to uh, taint the process to get their hand-picked uh, folks on the on this board. Uh, finally, let you go on this one. You mentioned authority. As I understand it, uh, it's it's a body that really doesn't have any. It's an advisory body. It's going to look at cases, I gather, and make recommendations when deemed warranted, but no real authority here. That said, is, is this really worth the fuss and bother? I, I, well, it, Tim, that's something we've been looking into is what exactly, you know, it really is an advisory board. Uh, but, you know, on an issue like this, especially with law enforcement right now, you know, it, it, law enforcement crime, these are major issues uh, that we are seeing in our community across the state and across the country. And so I think whenever you have a uh, and, and something that addresses that topic, you know, it's going to get attention. Uh, and so, you know, what, whether the board has uh, direct authority or not, people are going to be att- paying attention to this oversight commission. And so you want a commission that really does represent the entire community. And so I do think it merits uh, a close look uh, because it really uh, is unfortunate that you didn't have a diverse board and one that uh, represents uh, viewpoints of everybody. And so I think it is worthwhile. Again, anything with law enforcement, uh, especially in 2022, uh, it, it merits a closer look, and so I, I think it's a good conversation for us to have uh, to take a look at, you know, how, how this oversight uh, board is going to operate and make sure that, you know, that it's being done in the right way. All right, State Rep. Houston Gaines, we'll leave it there. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks so much, Tim.